Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Anus. The word anus is just funny. Like, tell me how it's not funny. I love anus. It's such a funny word. It's such a funny word. If you don't laugh at it, you're Mother Teresa. Like, I, you know, good for you. But but you all went to, like, Catholic school. I did. So you are Mother Teresa. I don't Just know. Kidding. I'm Mother Hoisa. Well, no, know. what's that one that was um, a prostitute? Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. Yeah, I'd fuck with her. Yeah. Also, she wasn't really a prostitute. Like, that was just yeah. a myth. No, she was just, like, I, there's, like, actually, like, some historical evidence that she was, like, um, not, like, royal royal, but, like, royal adjacent, like, from a powerful, really good family. Oh. Why do they call her a slut? Why do they, like, slut shame she her? Was just, she was, like, a woman in that, in his inner circle, and I think it, like, they they didn't want women to, like, pers- like, they wanted women to have a very specific type of power. Let's have it closer to your, yeah. No, we're still getting this... Let's see, now. let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There, that's okay. good. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. So anyways. Penis, penis check. Penis check. <laughs> I wish I had Mic a Mic check, penis check. I know. Wait, no, go on. I was like really interested in this like, oh, with, history with, of Mary Madeline. But you know, this is me just like remembering things. So that I, I feel like I'm not, I could be like a not 100% right, mm. but I don't think she was a prostitute. Like... Mm. I know that there's some historical evidence or there's some historians. I should say it like this. There's yeah. some history because I haven't read the evidence. So like I can't say, but yeah. there's some historians who say that she was a member of a very powerful and wealthy family and like left to be a disciple of Jesus. Um, there are other people who say that she was just like a religious person, like the, the Paul and other, I don't know who are his disciples. I know. Although I, I mean, ones, I forgot it's been a while. Since. John. There's a John. There's a, there's a John. There's a Peter. There's maybe. a Peter. Is there a Peter? I feel like there has to be a Peter. There was. Yeah. You know, um, (laughs) but no, but I do feel like I am 99% right that she wasn't a prostitute. And that was like a myth that was perpetuated for Mm. a long, long time because one, it made Jesus look good as like this person who's a savior, but then it also made sure that like if women, because Mary Magdalene was unmarried, she was, I was gonna say she probably just had like unmarital sex and they're just like, you're a prostitute. Yeah. And there are people, many historians who also are like, well, there's lots of evidence that Jesus and her were lovers or companions. So, you know, this idea that she was a prostitute and that like, there's a lot of rumors around her and right. I don't think we can really get like fact facts cause it was so long ago, right. but yeah, there's no evidence that she was a prostitute. You know what I mean? Like, well, there you go guys. Comment below what you think of Mary Magdalene. <laughs> Let's make her cool again. Let's make her cool again. Cause honestly, like she, we should have had the Bible in her perspective. That would be a cool, like... Wait, did I just make a movie up right now? That would be... I would watch that. I would watch that, too, because that'd be really interesting, because obviously everything's from a man's perspective. Yeah. 
Anyways, we don't have to get into the Bible, but <laughs> just another day at broke girl therapy. Just another day at broke girl therapy. <laughs> Anyways, hi guys, it's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broke Therapy, and we have the lovely Natej of Pleasure Science, and she's here to pleasure with science. With science, and my cat Judy's here. Meow. <laughs> but anyways, okay. It was your birthday recently. Let's just catch yeah, up. So yeah. it was your birthday recently. We went to yeah. Bar Sinister in Hollywood. Yep, a gothic BDSM. Oh, I was. I felt like I was in like a slutty Wednesday movie. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Actually, like, did you just give them their new slogan? I, honestly, I made that up right now. And I, I feel like <laughs> You're that's killing exactly, it. You've got a movie. I got a movie. Got. And I got a slogan for him. Because it is, though. It is he like really a slutty is. Wednesday movie in there. Oh, and 1,000%. And they do like BDSM upstairs Mm -hmm. and then downstairs is just like a gothic dance floor. Yeah. And it was just like Wednesday Adams dance tutorial, like all over Mm -hmm. the, like everyone was doing a thing with that, whether they realized it or not. Like, it was so cool. I felt like I was in a movie. It was fun. Oh, we should go back. I love it there. It's such a like, it's like stepping into like a vortex in a way. Like they really like create their own space and like energy. And I love to upstairs in the BDSM area, there's no cameras allowed, like no phones. I love that. So you can, yeah. Yeah. So it's really fun because you could go downstairs, you can dance, you could be with your friends. They have the patio outside. They have a little marketplace. And then upstairs there's like the, so there's like stuff for everybody. Like you want to buy earrings? Fine. Oh yeah, you they literally drink? have like a little Fine. like yeah. market where you can go shopping. Like, <laughs> yeah, they literally yeah. like a gothic store. Yep. Like, like oh, it's it was. You want to go to Hot Topic? We got you. Oh, you one thousand percent. No, yeah, it's, it's like everything. it's like the it's the hot, the Hot Topic customers grown up all grown yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, like one thousand percent. So yeah, I had a great time. I was about to do shrooms there. Thank God I did. Oh my it. god! Because like I just don't think that's a place for shrooms. No, not maybe not Molly. The first time would, you go yeah, there, maybe not the first time. Yeah, but Molly, I was like really wishing I was on Molly. Molly would have been. I've fun just been there. in a mood for drugs lately. Yeah. I have been too. I haven't been in a mood to drink, but I've been in a mood. Me too. Because I, I love a buzz. To, right. A buzz you know? is good. It's fine. Yeah. It's like whatever. But I've been wanting to do. Dr- we should yeah. do drugs together. We should do drugs together. I have a bunch of Molly, and I keep saying this in every episode. But like, I haven't done Molly in forever. Oh, we should go. Yeah. Okay. Let's. I go. mean, I don't know where we'll go. I'll be like, we should go, but we don't know where we're going. We just <laughs> okay. know we're doing. We're gonna go do drugs. Sometimes just like just not having a plan. Yeah. And just going with the vibes is the is best. The way. Yeah, because like even sometimes like I've done Molly just like a Walmart parking lot and I was like the vibe. Yeah. You know, and just like blasting music. That's all we needed. Oh, totally. So I think that we should just like take it and just see where it takes us. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I think that's how you need to be with drugs. Like let the drugs guide you to. You can't control it. You just have to like let it happen. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So let's like answer some emails. I haven't. um, You were like answer some emails. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I have to come up with the name of this segment because I don't know like what to call it. But basically, I want to just like answer listener emails with like questions and stories because I haven't done that in a while. And y'all have been sending me some. So I'm like, let's just story time with Steph. Yeah. And I also like don't feel like talking about myself today or unless you want to talk about yourself today. I don't even know what if you Wait, have a so question. Wait, so like, are you like, are you like fucking? Like, are you dating? I'm, like, what's your sex life? It's been fun. Yeah. Um, it's been a lot of fun. 
I had an incredible threesome with this really hot couple. The only bummer was the penis person. What the penis was too big. So oh, yeah, you don't like big dick. No, but we love all penises. Like yeah. your penis is beautiful. Um, and anyone with small dicks out there, now you know there are people who like small dicks. But right. yeah, no, I but do. But how like. small is like too small? There is no too small for me. Oh, really? Me. Yeah, I love fingers. I love small oh, dicks. Okay, so you just I, like smaller yeah. things. Yeah. I love that. Because I'm just small. It's also because I, I don't even think it's because I'm small. I think it's yeah. because I have vaginismus or used to, which is like when the muscles in your vulva, like before penetration, it can also happen when you're inserting a tampon. Mm-hmm. It's like due to anxiety, it just closes. And it oh. like kind of closes involuntarily. So it can be like a trauma response. Like if you were violated and then the next time you have sex, like the muscles could like really clench and close and be like, we don't want anything inside because the oh, last no. time something was inside. Right. But then, or it could come from medical trauma, you know, like just being nervous at a doctor's office or there's so many reasons you could have it, you know, but anyway, so you have that, I have it slash had it. It's something that is like, it's, it's sort of like you treat it by, by going to like pelvic floor therapy. Like it's like, if you strain a muscle, you'd go to a, a, a therapist, what is it? A physical therapist. And they're a physical therapist for your groin and they're called pelvic floor therapists. Mm. And so a reason why I really like small penises is because they just make me feel more relaxed. Like I don't have to worry about something really big going inside of me and my body, like having a bad reaction to that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but I did have a fun threesome. Oh my God. So like <laughs> even though so- the penis was really big, thank God like his wife was there to fuck him so I could do other things. So you, you did things more to the Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Wait, how did I did things them? to both of them? I met them at my friend's birthday, okay. who's like a kinky polyamorous person. Mm-hmm. And it was actually really fun. So I went there. I was I noticed this guy checking me out. Mm-hmm. And I instantly was like, oh, you're really, you're really hot. Mm. And so then I went over to my friend whose birthday it was. And I was like, what's his deal? And she was like, well, he's married, but they're poly. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. We love this. And so then I started talking to him and started talking to his wife. They're both awesome. And And you were talking to his wife too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I also just like, it's not fun for me to have sex if someone doesn't feel good. Like a part of it, you know, even if the wife like wouldn't have wanted to be there and it was just me and her husband, if she's not feeling great about it, that doesn't feel good to me. Mm. I just don't really like that, that it takes away from my own pleasure. Right. So I didn't have as much chemistry with her as I did with him, but she was, we were all really, I don't know, we like the friend vibe was there, right? you know? And so it was really fun. And then we ended up hanging out a little bit later and going to some hot springs. And that was like a great kind of, I always think of like every everything is foreplay. Yeah. So like us going to these hot I love springs, that. right? That's a good way to kind of like look at life. Cause I feel like sometimes I'm like, I need more foreplay, mm. but I'm like, sometimes it's like, you could just glamorize foreplay. Yeah. No, this couple taking me to these hot springs was foreplay for me. I'm like, you're taking me out. Yeah. I don't have to plan. We're going to this cool nature experience. Um, we went and had dinner after, and then we went back to their place and I was actually like kind of intimidated and like not sure, you know, cause it can be even for like someone right. who studies sex like me, it can be, okay. sorry, I just wanted to turn more to you. <laughs> Some adjustments. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it can be like, it can still be intimidating to have sex with people for the first time. So, so you had, still get nervous? Oh yeah. Okay. I literally almost left <gasps> because I was like, maybe tonight's not the night, even though I'm like, they took me out. 
right. to hot springs. They took me to dinner. They're like, ready to fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but they were so sweet about it. And I think, and the wife was like a little bit more shy. And so I was kind of like, oh, I think maybe like all, like, like I couldn't feel who was making the move or not. And mm-hmm. so then I got in my head and was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll call it a night. Maybe I'll go home. And they're both like, oh, well, if you want to, but you don't have to. And then the husband like gave me this really just like big hug. And I don't know, it was, and then it was got, on. And then, it, and and then I was like, maybe we out. should just like take a shower instead. Because <gasps> that's like my biggest thing is like, I've actually never had a threesome, but mm. I would like love to have a threesome. But I feel like, yeah. like I don't know. I feel like I, I don't know. I wouldn't, it, that, I it's, would awkward be, it's awkward. It's awkward. How do yeah. you get that? And I feel like in the past, there have been moments where people have initiated threesomes. Like if, yeah. it's happened a few times where I'm like, wait like I'll think about it later I'm like oh they were trying okay you know <laughs> and then but like in the moment I'm just such an awkward person yeah. that I tend to make a joke I get like just really nervous and I kind of like end up just it just not happening yeah um and in some cases it's just I wasn't really interested but other times I just was I think I just got like kind of like yeah okay bye you yeah. know yeah um because I just don't know what to do in those situations yeah you know it's, I mean, it is nerve wracking. And like, I, you, one time, actually, I think this was my first threesome, if I remember correctly. And my friend, it was me and my friend. And then this guy that we picked up in an elevator, whose name was Peter. So Aww, maybe he was one a, of the a biblical. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. Of, maybe he was one of the disciples. He's one of Jesus. <laughs> and maybe disciples. I am Mary Magdalene. Maybe, maybe you are. it's all coming back. Um, yeah. But no, anyway, my friend and I were in an elevator and he walked in and we were like, fuck it, what else are we going to do tonight? So we picked him up. And I mean, it was also she really led the way. Like this was like years ago. I was very, very shy. And I still am shy when I'm flirting or like somebody. Yeah. But um, so me and her, like we met him. We were all going on an elevator up to the rooftop. We get to the rooftop and we were both like, hey, do you want to like join us for a drink? And so then he joined us for a drink and it turned out he lived down the street. And then yeah. me and her went to the bathroom and we're like, okay, we think he's cute. Like we want, we want to fuck. Right. And so then we went back and then he invited us back to his place. And then when we were at his place, my friend was like, I think you two should make out. And that was the, oh, like, that's the icebreaker. That was the icebreaker. Okay, that's, that's, yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah, there yeah. is no perfect icebreaker. And like yeah. for this situation that I recently had, like it was like this guy giving me a hug goodbye. And I could feel too energetically that he and his wife were both like, you can go home. Like there's no trying to keep you here. Right. Like I could literally feel like when I said, oh, I think I'll go home now. They were like, okay, well, you're welcome to stay. But like, you know, right. whatever you want. And then he hugged me goodbye. And I like looked up into his eyes. And we had been making out at the hot springs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think going back to their place, like, got me all nervous again. Yeah, because you're like, okay, now I got to. Like, it's go time, it's game time. Oh, my God. It's yeah. Like, it's like, it's yeah, happening, yeah. it's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then we looked into each other's eyes, and we had already been making out. So then it yeah. was, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to stay. And so then we had gone on the hike. We hadn't and gone to dinner, but we hadn't, like, showered or anything. So I was yeah. like, should we shower? And Aww. then that was the, like, icebreaker. But then there was also when I saw his penis, and it was so, like, funny because I looked down at <laughs> his penis and he was like super hard because his wife and this hot girl are like in his shower yeah, you like know he's like uh, he's very excited yeah, naked women. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and I looked down at his penis and his wife was like I know he's really big and she was like proud and yeah. I was like oh well they don't know You're that like, I actually Ugh. like get nervous about that yeah but no we had we had great sex it was really fun and um Did you explain to them that like it's 
it's hard for me. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like I actually tried to have penetration with him, but it just wasn't gonna work. Yeah. So we use toys and all like, I mean, it's fun. Group sex is fun, you know? Yeah. So I used a vibrator. Um, there was lots of kissing, lots of like massaging. Oh, I got to watch very, them. It fuck. sounds like sweet. Oh, yeah. you have to watch them. Have yeah. Sex. And like they're married. <laughs> so they like know each other. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like hot to watch people who like, yeah know what they like like what's the difference when you see like someone like when they like that versus someone of like you guys just met like a random guy like what's the difference mm. i think physically or you just like it's just the- i feel like there could be like more laughter when it's newer i mean i think there's oh, a lot of yeah, laughter yeah. when it's older like long term too but i think like but you're right wait it it's like the nervous gig- like it, oh, there is see. a bit yeah. of like giggling when you're like having sex for the first time with someone yeah. especially when it's like a one night stand or you yeah, know totally that's totally. so funny I never really thought about that because like now I just have like long-term relationship sex yeah and it's just yeah. like yeah we know each other we do the thing yeah but we're not giggling yeah <laughs> you know we're laughing like, but we're not giggling yeah exactly yeah, yeah. we're giggling it's like what yeah yeah <laughs> what, what happened <laughs> did someone fart like, did someone yeah. fart did I do something yeah or did I look crazy yeah or that's just me. I probably would be like, what will happen? I'd be overthinking. But let's read some emails, let's right, Jude? Let's do it. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly, just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. As for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter, you don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. 
and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, this one it popped up. It says, I ate ass. So proud of you. So proud of you. <laughs> I've actually never eaten ass before. I haven't either. Really? No, I haven't either. Do you not? But are I you scared? Like, I don't. The opportunity hasn't presented itself. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's a very, like, vulnerable thing to do. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like it's not, it's most, it's more talked about now, but it, I don't feel like a lot of people are still up to part of doing it. Yeah. Well, while we're waiting, I'll say I do love getting my ass licked. I know that. Oh, really? So you've gotten yeah. your ass eaten. I've gotten my ass eaten. And I love it when someone takes a thumb and like massages the hole, like nice mm. and tender. That's really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I liked when Brian like put a butt plug in me. That was fun. Ooh. I like butt things. I think I need to explore that more. I've never, never had my ass eaten. I've never eaten ass. So but we got someone here who's had their ass eaten. So I just want to start with, I love your show, wasn't here from the beginning, started listening since 2020, binged your whole show, and been here since then. Love seeing you get bigger and having your shows. Hope one day I'll be able to come to one. Yes. Where are you from? The live shows are great. Oh my God, you're in LA. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. You need to come to the the next LA. live show was everything. That was the most lit, (laughs) like, thing I've ever, like, (laughs) I, yeah, it was a party. Anyways, I fucking love this guy. Besides loving him for who he is, I fucking love how open he is with me when it comes to sex. I always wanted to peg a guy, and he was open to that. We haven't tried it, though. Okay, now to the story. Like I said, he's very open with himself, and I fucking love it. I love how he isn't scared to try new things. So on this day, we were fucking and all. So I was sucking his dick, and then, as a joke, say, I'm going to eat your ass. We've talked about this, and it's not like it's out of nowhere. And he just looks at me, and so I ask, can I? And he says, it's up to you. So I'm instantly a bit scared because I've never done it, and it's a fucking asshole. Shit comes out of there. Well, but what was but was fucking down? So anyways, sorry, I read that sentence really weird. But she says, I've never done it, but it's a fucking asshole. Shit comes out of there but was fucking down. So anyways, he's jacking off and I open his cheeks and get to it. Ah, sorry. <laughs> I just had the I love the way that I was said. It. I know. Open the cheeks she, and she's like, got to it. Literally like, it was so simple, but it was so visual. I like, I saw it happen. Yep, I know. I saw yeah, a little anus in my, yeah, in like my I, imagination. Very clear. Yep. I just stick my tongue in his ass and get to work. I was so nervous just because I've never done it. So I wanted to do it correctly, but he seemed to enjoy it. He was all positioning himself as it went on, moving back and forth and shit. And I was fucking loving it. At some point, my jaws hurt. My my jaw starts hurting. So I stick my finger in his ass. Always ask if it's okay, just to make sure. Yep. And sucked him off. Sorry, pause. Pause for for a dramatic effect. Because actually, this I've never done that. And yeah. I feel like, like, I feel like this needs to be a thing. Yeah. 
Because I think every guy would like this. The gays do it, but... It's pleasurable. There are definitely, like, lots of nerve clusters. Oh, yeah. Like, I felt it, like, as if I had a dick. He ended up nutting in my mouth while my finger was in his ass, and he said he loved it. I fingered his ass before, but not while he's coming. He said it felt really good, and it felt like his balls were going to explode. I can't wait to eat his ass again. With the, like, purple devil emoji. Oh, also wanted to suck on his toes. I don't know. After I heard the twins mention that, I was like, I should try it. And that's it. She's an Aries and she lives in Hawthorne. So shout out to Aries in LA eating ass and shit. Of you. Proud of you. Proud Super of you. Proud. Inspiring uh, us all, honestly, high key. I know. Like, I kind of, I feel like I really need to like step it up. Yeah. Because I'm just barely sucking dick. <laughs> Okay, I like. If, I mean, like I'm, I am barely, too. I'm like barely in the mood for that. Yeah, you know? I am too. Actually, the last person that I was with, like, who had a penis, I was just like, I literally went there thinking like, I'm not sucking dick tonight. And energetically, I think he picked up on it. And he never asked. He never anything. Oh. And I was grateful for that because I was like, I just wasn't into it. That sometimes yeah. I am into it, but like sometimes, sometimes I'm just not. It's just yeah. It just depends on it. De- it depends on the day. Yeah. And sometimes I have days where I'm like, let me take full control. And then most days I'm lazy. Yeah. I'm a pillow princess. I'm honestly. Kinda, I'm kind of I've like lately been coming a pillow prince princess too. Yeah. Is that wrong? No. Should I step it up? I no. Okay. <laughs> follow your <laughs> follow your bliss, you know? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, you know, I'm like a a fish. Yeah. Just oh my god, the starfish. Starfish. I'm totally. just like laying there like give oh, it to yeah. me. But then I'll put a vibrator on. Yeah. You know, while totally. it's like my favorite my favorite position right now mm. is missionary. So he's on top and then I like have the vibrator on my vagina. Oh, I love That's that. That's just like my favorite. Like I go-to. love using vibrators actually when I'm like either doing hand jobs or blow jobs or any type of oral really and like having a vibrator be a part of the mix and tease it because one like my mouth gets tired pretty quick so it's like yeah. a nice hack to have to kind of like not have to do too much. So you put the vibrator on a dick? You can tease it up and down. You know what? Should I take out yes! my my cute little We might thing? get demonetized, but it's okay. Well, we're going to change the name of this object to Papiska. This is now a Papiska, so that way we do not get canceled yes. on Instagram and YouTube and just everywhere because <laughs> they can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to have to just, like, put an emoji on that Papiska. But Okay. But it's okay. We're here, well, we're here for the vibes. What was I? What were we talking? What was the vibrator? The vibrator. Where to use a vibrator on the papiska? Okay, so you know what can be our pretend vibrator? Oh, My, I actually have one over there. Oh heck yeah! Look at us. It's like we talk about I just sex have, for a living or something. I, 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 it's like I just have a casual vibrator just in a. Like, I have too many vibrators at this point. Literally, I just, it's a little uh, pocket. Oh, that's one. perfect. Yeah, it's a little pocket. This is one. perfect because you can really see. So. Yeah. I'm just going to hold this up here so we don't have to, like, censor. So now yeah. now they don't know what this is. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> but there's lots of, like, you can, like, tease up and down the shaft, and it's, like, really, really pleasurable. You could also tease the the baliscas. <laughs> the the baliscas of the papiscas. <laughs> Wait, I like this. The baliscas of I the I become papis- a Russian. I know. Uh, you know, I like baliska. Baliska, you know, yeah. but you can you can like play with the baliska over here. 
Um, and then also, I'm going to hold this here again so we don't get canceled, but there's this little area right here called the frenulum. Uh-huh. And it's right. It, this is a super, super sensitive area. So this is a oh, really yeah. fun area. Oh, yeah. My boyfriend likes when I like lick that area. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's a really fun area to like tease. And like, I like doing like Morse code vibrator kind of play. So I'll be like, yep, yep. Teasing them, teasing them. <laughs> okay. Fun. And I do it to myself too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I love, and in fact, like on a vulva. That's so funny. I don't have. like doing that. I just like to stick it really hard. And I want to really? feel I, like I like the like the the more intense, the better. Oh my, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I don't like just a no, casual. No, I'm, I'm a Morse code type of. Yeah, I'm like sending a message to to the, you know, genitals. I don't yeah. know. But with the the vulva, look at my cute little vulva. I'm so excited about no, this. No, I'm really excited that you I have this. this. Thank vulva. you for bringing. I, I literally texted Steph and I was like, can I bring my new pillow? And then I sent a picture of just like yes. a puss. A pillow princess. Oh my god! It's your pillow princess. Oh, so with vibes like you can obviously go on the head of the the clitoris. I was trying to think of like baliska, papiska, like clitiska, clitty, clitty. Okay, we're gonna play like the tip of clitty. Which, by the way, the clitoris is this. It's a okay. It's a big. It's a big girl. Yeah, it's a big girl. Them, they, what have you, him. Doesn't matter. It's a big yeah. But um, but you can play with the vibrator up here, but it's also really fun to play on like the lips because the erectile tissue of the clitoris, which on average is four inches long, like this is all the clitoris. Oh. And so all of this erectile tissue is under the lips oh. of the um the lips of the vulva. Yeah. So you can like play with like like if this is what the outside of the vulva looks like, you can like play with a vibrator all along the lips too. And <gasps> is that's it like really, a, oh wow, really science. pleasurable. Yep, pleasure science, pleasure science, pleasure science. I love that. Thank you for the demonstration. You're welcome. I'm just excited I get to play with my my pachooch, which is what I it's actually pachooch is a word I love oh, to really? use for vulvas. Pachooch. I think it's just fun. That's actually cute. I like pachooch. Isn't it cute? We'll go with pachooch. Pachooch. So the pachooch and the papiska. Wee! Yay! Is that the like size you like to go for? It is. Aww. Yeah. So I have one of these um, that I use for sex education purposes, uh-huh. and then I have the exact same one in my bedside table. Love so that. you just learned something new about me today. Do you like <laughs> using dildos? I do. Okay. Yeah. Vibrating I, or no vibrating? No vibrating. The okay. vibrating is a little too distracting for me. Oh really? Yeah. I want the like. If I want to be pounded or stuffed, I yeah. want to feel the pounding or the stuffing. Okay. You know? Okay. I just use lube. I mean, lube or I really try to just because at this point in my life, I like do get lubricated naturally, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm not going through a dry spell or something like that. So um, or I'm not like perimenopausal or like going through a health something that'll make me drier, you know, you a wet ass bitch right now. (laughs) (laughs) Not always like, you know, but right now I am. So lately I've been really enjoying like taking my time so I can really, really like be wet and ready and excited. Yeah. Um, but I do love lube. I mean, I have like, I have way too many vibrators and way too many lubes. <laughs> love that. Being in the sex industry. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We, we just thought we just stocked up. 
we do stock up. But yeah. yeah, but that's like different ways. But you could absolutely use a vibrator. And in fact, that's actually something like all day today, what I was working on is like the pleasure anatomy for my sex mastery course that I was telling you about. Yeah. And I'm going to go over all of that stuff, like sex skills, pleasure anatomy, where the nerve clusters are centered. Um, so that way we could learn about these things because you can use vibrators on so many different parts of your bodies. Like your feet are another really fun one Ooh, to play I've with. I've never thought about doing it on my feet. Your feet have 7,000 nerve endings and a papiska only has 4,000. <gasps> so our feet has literally more, more nerve endings, more pleasure than a penis. I mean, I think the more pleasure is subjective, okay, you know, okay, because okay. some people, they, we all have those nerve endings, but for some people it's like, it can hurt to walk on sand. It's not pleasurable. See, yeah. And then for other people, they're like cane my feet. And then there's people who want a foot massage. So there's a whole spectrum of yeah. like, what touch is going to be good oh, for I you. I love a foot massage. Oh, I love a foot massage. Ugh. But, um, but yeah, so vibrators can be really fun on feet, on nipples, on rib cages. Um, and then like, yeah, teasing up and down the shaft, like... Um, I'm not, I feel like my boyfriend, maybe I just haven't done it right, but he says mm. he doesn't really care for like vibrators on like his dick. I mean, I feel like I hear that a lot because I also think it's just not something that is eroticized necessarily. So right. we don't like daydream about it or maybe like don't crave it. You know right, what I mean? Right. And we'll like crave other things that like we see are hot. So it's like, why not try that? But, right. um, but I don't think it means you're doing anything wrong. I yeah. think that's, that's the case for like, for a lot of people with a penis, you yeah. know, is that that's just not a go-to. That's not something they think of. And so they're not necessarily excited by it. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like even just in consumerism, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Vibrator is always sold to like the women. Yep. But they're never really sold to the men. And it's funny, like my boyfriend actually made like a, like a, he like mentioned it to me. He's like, cause you know, he's seen like the packaging of like the mm. vibrators we get and all that stuff. He's like, it's always so like well done and like yeah. doesn't look so like intimidating. He's like, but for like sex toys for men, it always just seems so like intense that you kind of mm. feel like a creep. Like they don't really package it in a way that makes it feel like. That's true. You know, that's like, I never thought about that, but that's such a good point. They never, yeah. like, if you think of just like, you know, the fucking, you know, a sex doll or like, yeah. or what is it called? The fleshlight. The fleshlights. Like, it yeah. always just seems so like pervy yeah, when they totally. sell it to men versus totally. like for women, they kind of like glamorize it and like do yeah. nice packaging, which makes sense because I know that we, we love, we love, we love a packaging. Yeah. But for men, he's like, he's, you know, he's like, I never really like look at like sex toys for guys because I always just feel it's never, there's not really enough out there. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so like, question, I guess question for you, like, are there, like, sex toys for men? Yeah. That, and in fact, you know. I just heard about this new sex educator. I need to, like, look up his name. I think his name is, it's Natural Something. Um, but he is a, like, he works specifically with men. And he has, like, a whole line of products. And mm. he, so, and he's someone who does things a little bit more, like, like luxury, I'd say, in terms of like the branding, you know, yeah. so it doesn't feel as creepy. Um, but I will say like, yeah, it's you're not wrong that a lot of the packaging that I see, if it's geared towards men, it can like, here's read, a condom, like, yeah. so, like, masculine and, like, yeah. intense and in your read, face. Yeah, you're either, like, a warrior or, like, a perv. Like, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it just, yeah, there isn't just, like, the luxurious packaging that, yeah. like... Cause I think guys deserve that too. They like, do. You know, they want to like be able to 
to explore that and not yeah. feel like they're violating anybody yeah you know oh my god totally yeah so i mean i guess we should norm like should we start normalizing like men using vibrators oh my god we should like just commercials yeah you know like <laughs> men this is for you too it not is just, not just the ladies it really is so yeah. i mean like they should put up their butt imagine mm-hmm. but wait going back to the feet because yes. i have a lot of questions <laughs> like you know because i'm probably gonna try this yeah what are like some parts of the feet and the toes that like, mm. or maybe a, a way to like use the vibrator to help pleasure feel good. Yeah. I really like using it on like, if you, if the, you don't mind using your feet. As, feet. As, you know. They're like, my, I have calluses cause I'm a runner. So I don't like, also could use judge. Oh no, you're good. You're no, fine. no. For all you foot fetish people. It's free. I'm sorry guys. Unless we have like a foot mannequin, but we don't. We don't. So you get to see my runner's feet and you're welcome. So <laughs> some people like it. Me, so beep. let me just, so yeah. I like putting it in here and like the heel, this is like a really, even right now I'm actually like really enjoying oh, wow. this. And then, um, I put on my, Ooh, yeah. And then I like going in between the toes. Like these are really fun places. And then like toe sucking, but I'm not the biggest fan of toe sucking on the toe because I don't really feel like I feel it. I like it when it's like kind of over here and it's more like a... Like their whole mouth is on it? Oh, okay. Chomping. But but actually don't use your teeth uh, for me personally. But some people might like that because some people are pain sluts. And so like for me, I'm a sensual slut. Okay. But um but yeah, that's how I like to use vibrators on Okay, my feet. so kind yeah. of like in the base of the yeah. foot. Oh, it actually does feel really right, good right now. Kind of like Right. I'm enjoying this, guys. And imagine yeah. there's a little bit of vibration. I'll yeah. be coming. And then in between <laughs> the toes. Okay, I might just like do that for myself just yeah. to like do it. Or even just do it for my boyfriend. Oh, totally. You know what I like it. to oh, do in I'm the bathtub? Because like... I have a, a shower head that comes down. Is I like to like turn the shower head on like a really. I love a shower head. <laughs> I love a shower head on my puss. Yeah. But I like to turn it on like a really, really harsh setting. And then have it like on my feet. And like, like oh. have the like rush and force of the water from the shower head like kind of massaging my feet that also is really really nice maybe we do you have a foot fetish yeah okay i mean i don't know if like what my foot fetish is i feel other like we all deep down feet. have a foot fetish like, i think we all so. like like you said we have four thousand oh yeah nerve, seven thousand seven thousand four thousand is the papiska the papiska. The papiska but the feet i mean i think we if we all tapped into it yeah yeah. We all like it. Totally. No, I love, I love a good foot moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love my feet getting I never massaged. really like got like, I never really cared about it, but now they're just putting the, the thought of putting a vibrator on my feet does like sound really fun. Would it be fun for you to be like somewhat restrained and then like Brian like teases your feet or something? Oh my God. I feel like I would laugh. Cause that's what I would, that I love, you know, laugh torture it? and tickle torture is like, it can be fun. It can. It could be fun, but it's also like. It can though be, it's, I feel like it, for me, it's such a fine line where tickle torture can be fun until I'm like, I will kill you. Yeah. No, no, no. I like, <laughs> enough I, is enough. me and my ex-boyfriend in high school, like got into a huge fight because <laughs> he was just tickling me and he was on top of wood and like, and I just was like, I was pissed. Like yeah. I was literally like, and he just kept tickling me and just thought it was funny to like spit in his face to nice. stop and he yeah. was just like oh oh i see it yeah. wasn't like spit in my face it was no like- no no. it wasn't like a horny th- it was literally like get the fuck off of me <laughs> he was like oh fuck and then 
all my friends judged me for it. It's okay. Rage mode activated. Yeah, no, but it's also like you weren't respecting my body. Yeah. And I didn't want to be tickled anymore. Yeah. I hate being tickled, but mm. I'll do it for... Well, I don't even know if it needs to be like tickling so much as like he would torture by like putting a vibrator on like pleasure centers, you know? Because okay. um, yeah, don't don't force yourself to be tickled. I don't fuck, do anything you don't want to do. I fucking hate being tickled. Yeah, don't do anything you don't want to do. Like, don't even yeah. go there. But I love tickling. Good. I love tickling my boyfriend because he's like... <laughs> He's, he's ticklish. Really ticklish. Oh. So it's really funny. It's like I know his like ticklish spots. And yeah. It's funny. So, but anyways, let's read another story. Story time. Story time. Okay. This one is called Bedroom Troubles. Oh. Hey, Stephanie and other fave co-hosts joining. Okay, Nadege. Love all the way from Brisbane, Australia. Girl. Put it on the Bobby. I don't Put know. Put it on that the was, Bobby. I'm sure that was horrible. That was, They're probably like, oh <laughs> stop it. <laughs> You're canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to check in and see what y'all think of my situation. Me and my partner were Netflix and chilling, and one thing led to another, clothes off, and next. And next, I'm giving him head. However, as I'm going down on him, he isn't able to stay hard. Mm. He briefly apologizes, saying, sorry, that shouldn't have happened. And he got... He got caught up in the he got caught up in the show we had playing. It really turned me off and ruined my mood. I just I just down and just I down oh, sorry. Sometimes I just can't read. I just down and just said I wanted to go to bed. So okay. This has happened before and we had a fight over a similar situation. He couldn't stay focused and lost his erection because his friend might have been sleeping with his ex and wanted to text his mate to find out what happened. Not a friend, if you ask me. Am I crazy for getting upset at him not being able to focus on time? Okay, I'm confused. There's a lot happening There's here. There's a lot happening here. And I'm We let have me, Netflix let me and chill. Yeah. And so he couldn't say hard, got caught up in the show. She was pretty pissed about that. Went to bed. Yeah. Um it like turned her off and ruined her mood. Uh, this has happened before. So it's happened before and we had a fight over a similar situation. Mm. He couldn't stay focused and lost his erection because because his friend might have been sleeping oh. with his ex and wanted to text his mate to to find out what happened. Okay. Okay. So it was more like he knew his friend was out. So it was like another time. It was like a previous time. Yeah. I guess he like, like lost he, his erection because he needed to text his friend. About his ex, which sucks. <laughs> wait, so you wait, wait. <laughs> that's <laughs> that wait, that would hurt my was feelings. It, <laughs> was it his her like this guy's ex or was that's it her it friend's ex? Sounded like his friend might have been sleeping with his ex and wanted to text his mate to find out what happened. And then she put in quotes, not a friend if you ask me. Right? So it, oh, sounds, so it like... sounds like So <laughs> Love you, girl. Um, and am I crazy for getting upset at him and not being able to focus on time? So, okay. So, they've been struggling with sex because it seems like he can't stay focused, can't really stay hard. He gets distracted with whatever fucking movie is on and also got distracted because homeboy was out fucking his ex. <laughs> and so, <laughs> this is deeper than just, <laughs> I think, there's a lot to unpack here. Um Okay, so 
I mean, I don't think you're in the wrong for being upset. I'm also just kind of like, well, I don't know, Nadege, what do you think? It I've, sounds, I feel okay, like I need based more details. On, yeah, based on the, the details we have, it sounds like there was an incident that was really hurtful with this girl's boyfriend texting his friend who he thought was having sex with his ex. And then they had Netflix and chill and he couldn't focus on her and focused on the movie. And that reminded her of this past yes. situation, yes, that's which exactly. might be the like, maybe so more like, of a root you, trigger. Right. So maybe she's thinking like, are you not over your ex? And that's yeah. why you can't stay hard. Yeah. So, okay. So I guess we'll start here with you as an expert. Yeah. Like, is it a red flag if a guy can't stay hard while he's having sex with you? No, not at all. It's not a red flag at all. There's so many reasons why that could be happening that have nothing to do with you. Also, all the nerve endings are still in the papiska. Yeah. So I'm like loving living I love for the papiska. papiska. <laughs> um, but all the nerve endings are still there. So even if you're not having an erection, you can still have pleasurable, mind-blowing sex with a flaccid penis, actually. Yeah. Um, and that's another time where vibrators can come in handy. But that's a not, not necessarily relevant for our friend in Brisbane, Australia. Yeah. But... Um, um, fuck, I forgot the question that you asked. No, like, oh, is it is normal it, for... Is it like a red, is it flag? red flag? No, like, no it, yeah. it's not. I, that wouldn't be a red flag to me. I mean, it certainly is discouraging. Like, yeah. like I'm. that isn't to take away from her feeling discouraged about like not getting the sex that she's hoping for. But and what if it's happening? Because it seems like it's happening all the time. It seems like it's happening all the time. And like, when does it become a red me, flag? For me, the red flag is why are you... In the middle of our erotic time, thinking, thinking about, about your friend having sex with your ex, that's, that's the, red, the flag. red flag. Like, yeah, that's the red, that for me, I would be so hurt if that, you know, on right. top of someone losing an erection. Cause it all is also, even though you don't know the reason why the erection is being lost and it most of the time doesn't have to do with the other lover. Um, and that's like a science thing, you know, most of the time it doesn't have to do with the other person, but it still hurts and it's still hard not to take that personal and think like, is, am I not doing enough for you? Right. So, you know, like, yeah, that sounds like a really hurtful situation. Definitely like at least a yellow flag with that. And then it completely makes sense that like she'd be triggered during this Netflix and chill when he like can't focus again. And, and honestly, just like psychologically, the fact that like, the Netflix and chill thing happened. And in the same post, she's circling it back to this other memory memory shows me that there's like, there is Trauma. a root there yeah, yeah. and there is like, like she might be projecting the past onto this moment. Yeah. Um, or she might not be. And, and there might be an issue with him focusing and like a pattern there as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Like I think, so what would be like the right way to like, address this to your partner and have a conversation without like it blowing up to a fight like what do you think is yeah. the best way to be like what's happening yeah well the best thing to do is to keep a curious tone when you're talking about sex yeah um also not try to talk about sex when you're hungry or already irritable um and <laughs> don't so true. it's you know it sounds like such a no-brainer but it's so important yeah um and then also like where you're having sex don't have the conversation about sex like right before or right after or in places where you have sex, like if you're in bed already. Because that can confuse the reason why you're having the conversation and make someone think you're talking about sex because
because now you want to start having it as opposed to, oh, I want to talk about sex with you because I'm hurt right. and I need emotional connection. You know, I don't, I don't need the sexual connection right now. Um, but I will say, you know, to your question of like, how do we avoid a fight? I think one of the healthiest things we could do is recognize that sometimes we can't. Sex is an activator. It'll activate intimacy and pleasure, but it'll also activate our deepest insecurities. So you can... You can do everything to the best of your ability with so much empathy and you could still hit someone's trigger that doesn't have to do with you and they can be activated. That's very true. So going into these conversations, I think something that I personally do is I kind of know like this could go off the rails. So what is the worst case scenario? Let me think about that for a moment in my head and play that out and just accept that that could happen. And if that happens, maybe we like, take a break. Cause that's the other thing when you're talking about intimacy and someone is having a reaction and they start to close down, if you're not also kind of triggered as well, cause sometimes two people can get activated. If you have the ability and awareness, it can be a great time to be like, you know what, let's not continue this talk right now because if someone is triggered and if someone is upset or insecure, they're going to be closed. They won't be able to receive what you need them to receive anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it sounds like they need a conversation about this moment with the texting and the ex. Yeah. Because that sounds like... She's just insecure in the relationship in general. Yeah. And that moment with the ex, I mean, who wouldn't be in... Like, who... 1,000%. That would I would make have been, me... Yeah. yeah. That I would... Oh, I'd be so hurt. So yeah. it sounds like that might... Like, there needs to be a discussion about that. Yeah. You know? Okay. That was really great advice, Adesh. Thank oh, you. Thank I loved you. it. Because you really, like, talked about, like where not to have it, where to have yeah. it, how it like, you know, just perspective, how like people could are insecure. It's such a vulnerable thing when we do have sex yeah. and when you talk about sex and when yeah. you have to like confront the sex, like yeah. it's, it's such a scary thing to do sometimes. Oh my God. It's huge. Honestly, like in, <laughs> in the, the sex mastery course that I'm, um, that's coming out next year, I like have a whole module about communication because it's so important. And like, there are, tips that you can use. And then it's also so important to really know yourself. Um, but you need to have communication with yourself too. And like, what does that look like? Right. So stay tuned people Valentine's day next year. Oh my God, but- you guys plug. Yeah, you guys take I always feel a little awkward plugging because I'm, you know, but then I'm like, but I also do really cool shit you and do. I love what I do. And I, that's why I always but. tell every single person that is like, I mean, you know, starting a business is, you know, whatever it is, it's just like you yeah. do have to like self-promote and yeah. it feels like icky, yeah. but you, I mean, who's, you have to be your biggest fan. Yeah. Which, you, you know? know what? I will say like, I am my biggest fan, even if sometimes I'm like not as promote as maybe I should yeah. be I do definitely feel like I'm my biggest fan For so sure. that's good but and I'm your biggest fan too because I think what you do is badass stop I'm your biggest fan stop I love it you. my boyfriend is like your biggest fan too I love he him like I'm his biggest fan he he's like such l- like he gives me like hope with like with men good men yeah yeah I know yeah he like loves everything that you like represent and like talk Aww. about I mean he, he was gets, at my birthday he was dancing yeah. at the the he BDSM was so club. He, got a, he got a haircut for it oh he looked good yeah he yeah did. he was he had a good time okay let's do one more let's see this one the first thing I see is nipples let's see oh this one is called nipple scabs okay okay so let's see where this Going one takes this 
<laughs> See where this takes us. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure where I should even start. Over the last few years, I've flirted and built a sexual tension with this tall Mexican man from my small town, but we never met up to fuck. Last year, I got into a situationship with a guy that turned out to be a tall turned out to be tall man's cousin. Mm. Okay. Uh, the tall Mexican man. Okay. So we went on group dates, activities, and had to act like that tension wasn't there anymore, even though it was. He would walk behind me just to sneak an ass grab. Oh. This is interesting. Last fall, my situationship came to an end when homeboy caught feelings and I dipped out. Mm. But that sucks that, like, homeboy's cousin was, like, grabbing... The ass of, yeah. Of, yeah. I didn't talk to tall man since then. Mm. Jumped to New Year's Eve this year. T- this year? <laughs> when did you send his email? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sometimes I'm so behind. I'm like, damn. I'm like, re- <laughs> I'm reading it from, like, last year. Um, where did, where did I go? Tall man hit me up saying he was going up to a local bar that I was already at. And he asked for a ride home since I was... I was asked for a ride home since I was my group's DD for the night. Of course, I agreed, but knew it wouldn't be a good idea if I went to his place when I dropped him off. After I dropped my other friends off, I ended at his place and he leaned over. Isn't it funny? We're always like, we're like, we're not going to do it. Like, we're not going to go with this night. And then we end up at his place. I mean, like, that's the fun part. Honestly, the fun part is being like, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm not, not going to do, do it. Not, like, you know, it's going to be like, I'm not not gonna end up at his house when i drop yep. him off i almost get like tingles yeah 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 like, it's like a way that i like flirt with myself i'm not gonna do it i know because <laughs> it feels so wrong but it feels yep, so, good, so good it feels so wrong that you yep. shouldn't be doing it yeah uh okay so after i dropped my friends off i ended i ended at his place and he leaned over grabbed my neck and kissed me mm. game over mm. my pussy was Robin at that point because this was built up for years we went into his place and didn't waste any time we stayed on the couch and got to work after some mediocre head from him geez mediocre it's interesting <laughs> choice of words I needed to put some work on this dick girl when I tell you I got scared when I saw his hard dick I knew that wasn't going to fit in easily Mm. I never struggled to suck or deep throat a dick before, but that nine inch pop can girth dick was not going in my throat. I just decided to let my pussy do the work and told him to ease into it. Well, he didn't. And it was like Uh a switch flip and he turned rough. I'm talking slapping my face, airway choking, slapping my clit. He (laughs) slapping my clit. That's, he even tried to shove his dick into my ass and at one point i moved away quick i had some big titties so of course he was giving them some attention but he kept biting my nipples i wouldn't say anything and would just push his head off lol it it even went as far as him turning on porn on the tv and watching that instead of looking at me when we were fucking interesting I was getting sore after an hour or so and and decided to titty fuck him since he clearly liked my boobs. I was sucking his tip while while I was titty fucking him. This is very graphic. (laughs) He grabbed my neck and chin to move my head off his dick and grabbed my nipples so damn hard and proceeded to bounce my boobs on his dick. 
Okay. I'm sorry. I had to like visualize it for a second. My ADHD kicked in. Um, I found, wait, so I went over a second. I stopped, wait, sorry, Ooh, jumped, jumped ahead. Bounced my boobs on his dick by pulling my nipples up and down. It only, sorry. It only went on for a few seconds before I stopped him because it fucking hurt. It just got weird. And I looked down at my nipples and found them bleeding. I quickly just told him I was over it. We were fucking for close to two hours at this point. And my pussy was sore. My nipples were bleeding. And there was BDSM porn on the TV. My nipples were scabbed for weeks afterwards. And when I showed my friends my nipples, she reminded me that he had braces. <laughs> I forgot because not many 30-year-old men have braces. I have now concluded that he may not have been biting my nipples. Instead, his braces were just ripping my nipples Sorry, <laughs> nipples every time to suck them. Every time my nipples would get hard, it would rip the scabs open, just creating new ones. Most painful experience of my life. Oh, this sounds. It sounds non-consensual. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. as graphic and as like, you know. It's not the graphic that makes it non-consensual. It's him putting it's his him dick in just... her but without asking it's him being rough without asking it's him doing a lot of things it's without him asking just like yeah cuz and then like watching the porn and i even looking at her like she yeah. didn't even feel like seen she kind of yeah. just felt i'm sorry girl this is, sounds like a very traumatizing experience yeah i'm sorry too yeah. you didn't deserve that and you didn't ask for that no yeah he kind of just seemed like even just I mean red flag from when he grabbed the butt. Like of he his obviously doesn't girl. have like boundaries or respect for anybody. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I think like okay, so that kind of answers the you know the topic of like when we are being intimate with someone, you know, like knowing the importance of especially when you're exploring like bdsm or even yeah. just wanting to put porn on just having that discussion and communication i think in sex being like is this okay yeah you know and then also like but i've also been in situations where you're like not really okay with what's happening and then you're just like you just go with it just because you don't oh, want to totally. seem like a fucking bitch. Yep. You know? I've done that so many times, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I can, I can relate to like her experience. Cause I've, I've just had experiences just, that yeah. were really rough or yeah. things and I didn't say anything. I just like, I was like, okay, it'll be over at some point. That's just, yeah. But, and I also would like the person, you know, it's like I'm there because I like the person. So all of a sudden sex is going sideways. But like, what am I going to say? I still like them. Like I'm still operating right. from the place of, oh, well, I like you. I want you to like me. And like we're here, I could we're send here. it to this. Yeah. But I'm also like there's different lev levels. I think that's also a thing, too, is like we all have to, I think, normalize is there's different levels of consenting. It's yeah. not just, just because now, okay, yeah, we're here and I'm consenting Consent to having sex with you. Consent is not a one-time thing. Yeah, there's still like, well, are we consenting to now fucking biting your fucking nipple? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, especially totally. when it's something that's like painful. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And it's like, I mean, listen, in a perfect world, it's like you ask for consent for all the things and you check in. But in the real world, like we're anxious and we want to be loved. And and it sounds like she was genuinely so excited to finally bang this guy. Like even sure. though he, there was the red flag with the cousin thing, like if she I was in, down, yeah. listen, if I was in her shoes and I had been having sexual tension with someone for yeah. years and then I ended up dating their cousin on accident, but then like- yeah. I'm over, I'm done with the cousin and now I have an opportunity. I'd probably fucking take it. Like for I've sure. been fantasizing about you for years. It's like what Oprah says with food where like if you're craving a donut, but you like don't want to eat the donut cause maybe you're trying to like lose weight. So you eat everything else except for that thing you're never going to satiate the craving and sex is very similar. So her, like, I just want to take a moment to commend you for like having sex with the person you wanted to have sex with and like satiating the craving. And it's like not your fault that it was fucked up and it's not your fault that he was a boundary pusher. Um, he may not even have been doing that out of being a malicious bad person because we're not educated about stuff. Although I will say I do think men and all people because it's not just men who do that and honestly I've had like I've been with women who were worse to me than some men so it's not a gender thing but we can all get you know bulldozed by someone and I think the person doing the bulldozing to some degree is aware so you know I don't want to say this person was a bad person necessarily because he also might have been very excited to finally be with her and um and was maybe taking like every shot he could, you know, maybe, yeah, yeah, it maybe sounds like he was coming from a place of like, oh, this may never happen again. So let me like go all in, go all in and do what I've been fantasizing with this girl. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, you do need to ask for consent. Also, I think one of the biggest lessons about consent that I never learned until later in life was you can revoke consent at any time. And so I always thought that consent was a one-time thing where it's like, okay, if we're kissing and we go into the bedroom, I've consented and now we can now do whatever. Do, yeah. And that's how I thought consent was. But and actually, that's kind of what, but I think like surface level we surface look at level that's what, what we, we think it is. is yeah but in reality it's like oh we're gonna we've been kissing we go to the bedroom oh like do, like do you want to choke on my dick like yes no um can I bite your nipples yes no you know asking those things and then also realizing that like if at some point like you know penetrative sex is supposed to last anywhere between, well, I shouldn't say supposed to, you could do whatever you want, but when it comes to what we've studied about the body, penetrative sex should last between seven to 13 minutes. And after that, it can start to be painful. We can lose lubrication. Um, I call it poof gina. I've had it so many times where I just like kept fucking through the pain and was just raw poof vagina. Oh my God. I've been there so many yeah. times too. Yeah. And it's horrible to have poof gina. We don't want poof gina. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, but it's normal for all of those things to happen. And it sounds too like this person, if you're listening, I think this is experience was here to show you like the power of self-advocacy and that this is a journey to now start going on. So that way you can t like communicate. And like, I had a similar experience that was really violating with someone where I was bleeding all over the place because they were so rough and I didn't say anything. I honestly kind of blacked out for parts of it because oh I was, I didn't, I was just young and I was just sort of like, and I liked him so much, this yeah. person, but oh anyway, God, yeah. and, but you know what? Like, even though that experience was horrible, 
coming out of that experience and it took some years to heal it. So also yeah. just like, no. And if anybody wants a really good resource, there's a book called healing sex by a somatic sex educator named Stacy Haynes. That is brilliant oh, and incredible. Is there an audio book? I think so. Okay, Cause I it's like been, I need that. <laughs> Sorry, I love an audio book. But there is. And at the end of each chapter, there's prompts and there's all types. It's a really good book, but it's, it's like a way to read about sexual healing and then actively start the sexual healing. But for the person who wrote this, or anyone else out there who relates, it's okay if it takes you years to heal from that experience. When something similar happened to me, it took quite a few years. But when I looked back, that horrible experience actually was the beginning of my self-advocacy journey. And now, no ho can fuck up my shit unless I want them to. Yeah, unless you consent. <laughs> unless to. I consent to it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, like let's say you're, you know, if we could like relive this situation, mm. right. But in a more consented, what happened to her? Yeah. Way. Like what would be, cause sometimes it's like, you know, I know consent is sexy, but sometimes it's yeah. like, you want to keep going with the flow without yeah. like having a conversation or something like, like what's the sexiest way to like ask for consent when you're, I like, in love asking for water, like a water break because, okay. And again, like this still happens to me too, where it's like, like with that guy where I was like, yeah. I don't want to give head tonight. And I like went over and then he never asked, but there was one point where he actually like looked at his dick and he looked at me and I was like, he's thinking it and I don't want to have to. And then he didn't ask, but oh, if he had, he's thinking it. yeah, I could see, I could feel it. I was like, yeah. he's thinking it, um, but he didn't. But anyway, but if he had, like, I could have seen myself getting really nervous in that moment. And so my trick is to ask for water first. So that way we are pausing sex and we're not pausing sex because, or it doesn't feel like we're pausing it because of me. You okay. know what I mean? Right. Because when you're the one saying like, I need a break or I need this, it do it doesn't always feel like the best feeling and it can mm. feel like you're ruining the moment. So right. I love taking a break and being like, can we have water? water a water break is always like, it's yeah. so true because I mean, we always love water. We love water. Especially during sex. Because like, we, we need it. We need, like I get dehydrated. I get sometimes so where I'm dehydrated. Like, yes, I, and every time oh I'm God. done, I'm like, I need water. Like it's yep. such a thing. So you're yep. right. That is such a great tool. So that's my tool. Like I, I ask for water. And then once I've had the water, I'm like, okay, you know, at that point, it's like we've paused. We're no longer like maybe on top of each other. Cause now we have to get up and drink water. Right. Um, and then at that point I could be like, Oh, you know, actually the way you were biting my nipples, like it really hurt. Or like with this situation, I like, if I was in her shoes as Nadej now, I would like ask for the water. And then I would say like, you know, I'm not that into rough sex. I really like things sensual. My body is yeah. really sensitive. Like, what are you into? And again, that goes back to the curious tone that I was saying yeah. before is it's super helpful when you're talking about sex, especially if you need to check in like that to be like, oh, you know, okay, this is our first time. We didn't talk about this, but I'm really more sensual. Yeah. Are you into rough sex? How is that? You know? And so then like you've had the water, you're sitting, you could start talking a little bit about that. And that's yeah. something that's really helpful for me. Oh, no, I love that. That's such great advice. Like everything oh, you said you. today was just like. I try. It was the best. So educated, you guys. <laughs> also, I haven't said this yet, but your earrings are incredible. <gasps> Thank like, you. Like, show the camera. They're it's gorgeous. The, um, God, what, it's a dupe of a designer. You guys know, because it's like all over TikTok. It's like a really? trend right now. It, Giuseppe, it's not Giuseppe. Fuck. I love them. Potega Vignetta. Potega Vignetta. Like, like, they have like the similar earrings. It's like a thing, but they're like 
$1,500 are super expensive. Oh, wow. But Amazon, 20 bucks or something like that. Amen. So, yeah. Love it. I love a, a gold, gold earring moment. Oh, me too. I love gold jewelry. I love For so sure. much gold jewelry. When I'm like single and slutty, it's like a thing. Like I have like, I, I used to wear like the bigger the hoop, the better. Mm. And I love a big hoop. But I feel like once I got into a relationship, my hoops and my earrings got a little smaller and dainty. Mm. And it's like not on purpose. It's just like. No, but isn't it but funny really how that ha- can happen? It, it's so yeah. true. Like bigger, the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe. <laughs> or like Is the more single saying? you Is that yeah, a real thing? Because I've got some big hoops. For sure. And like <laughs> I used to, and like I loved a big, fu- like I needed yeah. to let everyone know that I was wearing hoops type of shit, mm. you know? So, but now I'm all like dainty. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just a modest little gal. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to try anal pleasure? <laughs> who's like, who's going to try anal pleasure? But yeah. Uh, well, what time is it? Oh, yeah. We're over an hour. What the, the fuck? How does that? I feel like it's been 20 minutes. Oh, shit. I, yeah, honest to God, right feel like it's been 20. How does that even happen? Because it was such a good conversation. Like, I feel like I really learned a lot. So thank oh, you. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yeah, just well, anyone else who wants to learn more, sign up for the Sex Mastery Course wait list. That is the only way to get into the course. So you could go to pleasurescience.com to join the wait list, and then you will find out when the course drops, and it's going to be really fucking good. Yeah. And they yeah. also need to follow you on Instagram. Plug yeah, yeah. Pleasure you- Science. I'm Pleasure Science everywhere. Um, at Pleasure Science, TikTok, Instagram. Um, uh, where else? I don't know. Find me. You'll find me. Yeah, find you at the Bar Sinister. At Bar Sinister. We should go back again. We really should. I need more spankings. You saw me get spanked, right? How did that look? I saw you get on the thing, but but at the night, because there were so many people, like, surrounding you. Really? Yeah. I went into, like, just, like... I know. I was I like, completely I love dissociated, and I was just like, You're I like, had two hot power. They were fem hot dykes beating me up in a sensual way, and anytime I opened my eyes, all I saw was like Mistress Justine Cross, who you should follow her on Instagram too. She was one of the people who beat me up in a beautiful sensual way. I, anytime I opened my eyes, all I saw was like her ass in the latex bodysuit. Oh she yeah, was no, wearing. she looks so good. Yeah, in that latex. so like I didn't yeah. see anybody. I just saw like you're like at like, vision. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was no, I did see you like bend over again on the thing, but then I got uh, but then I saw across the way Nikki was sitting with. Nicoletta and there was like mm. there's room right there so I was like oh so I, I missed yeah. your show that's but, okay you know it wasn't for necessarily for like my friends you know yeah, yeah it was you but know but I was like go off Nadesh oh, yeah. like yeah but, like it's your fucking birthday like you better get a fucking spanking. I got some birthday spanking yeah yeah and then and then yeah it was it was I was like thinking I was like should I do it like should I go up there but I don't know we'll I'm, come back I'm we'll shy. go back and I'm then, shy you know. I think I'd like you know, give me a few more years of healing and maybe yeah. you'll find me up there. Well, you know? have you ever, would you consider going to like a private dungeon and like renting it for yourself? Cause I actually know a really, oh, really? nice one. Los Angeles, LA dungeon East is really nice. Full facility, yeah. private room. It's all yours. You can rent it for the evening. You could stay there overnight. And then, it's like, really what happens they have, is they have like all the toys you could want. They have a bed. They have a swing. They have cages. They have suspension. Like me and they Brian have ropes. Can go in there? You and Brian can go. Oh. Well, that's what you do. You, me, and my ex nearly did that um, yeah. before we broke up. We talked about like because she didn't want to go to those kind of sex parties either because yeah. she was still shy about it. And so we were like, okay, well, let's go and rent a room. And <gasps> they have floggers, really cool. whips. They have everything 
So, and you can actually hire Mistress Justine Cross because she's the one who owns LA Dungeon Like, East. I feel like I would want, like, a... a she yeah, could give like, you a, tutor- a tutorial. <gasps> like, you can, like, have a whole... You should have her on your pod. What the fuck? Yeah. You could actually do yeah. this? I yeah. need to go, like, ASAP. Yeah. Because I really want to go to a sex party. And one, no one's invited me yet. And two, I need to take measures in my own hands and well, go, go somewhere. Can you invite me? Because I'm because actually... Because twins never... I, I wait. the twins... <laughs> I know you're watching. Can't wait to keep... I tell them all the time to invite me, but they haven't yet. And to be fair, I've, I have ju- I just moved back. Oh, that's true. So that's I, true. You know, I'm just being silly, but I really want to go to a sex party. Yeah, let's but do it. But if I haven't had an invite yet, I want to take measures in my own hands and go... I'm going to rent. one in January. You are? Yes. <gasps> okay. okay, let's and do my it. My birthday's in January. Oh my God. Yeah. Jan- I love it. Wait, so January... Sorry. Maybe. It's January 15 or okay. 13. My sister-in-law like might that. be in town, but we'll, we'll figure it it's out. It's okay. If not, that that party happens like somewhat reoccurring. I'm going with Nicoletta so you can okay. tag along or we could go to another one. Yeah. Um, but I'm down. I This year, I am so excited to just, this is going to be a year of such pleasure for me. Like we were saying, I just had my birthday, right? Yeah. So I've been like thinking of the next year and right. I'm literally like prioritizing sex. And it is the end sex, of the year. Yeah. And it is the end of the year, but I'm like literally going to prioritize sex and pleasure next year. That's such like, a good goal. I think I'm definitely going to do that too. If, yeah. You know, before we wrap this up, I, I definitely want to like next year really focus on healing that and yeah. just really diving and exploring a little bit more. Yeah. So I want to I want to rent that room and talk to yeah to mistress her, Justine mistress Cross. Just, yeah. I need to get connection with her. Yeah, absolutely. And she can give me a tutorial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> okay, we'll see. You could even you maybe do that for the pod. She's amazing. I mean, we could talk or, about or like, it. Talk I, about yeah, it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't want to be like flawed no. to like on the pod. <laughs> just have me come over again. I'll be like, flog me, <laughs> or like I just flog. So I, don't, I mean, that and just, me, that by is the way, demonetizing. If you, <laughs> you watch me go this when I was like flog me, it's because when I, I get into a happy place and I surrender, and that's like, what that was. Me. Not like me but be turning so into a sweet. corpse. Like the being flogged d- did look fun, but there is yeah. a bit of trauma where it does remind me of like being beat up as a kid. Because mm. like there be times where it was like sometimes my parents would like schedule the beating. Mm. Like they'd be like, "You're in trouble." after dinner tonight we're gonna like hit you whatever and so yeah. so we have to be like bent over and they'll be like getting the belt you know yeah but, you know now we could turn that into sexual healing you can bdsm can really heal the neural pathways and like that's one of actually yeah. like one of the ways people use it for sexual healing and it can be really helpful yeah. but also just because you're trying to heal from past abuse does not mean bdsm is going to be your way for some people it is really nice and cathartic and then for other people it is re-traumatizing and it's not productive right so you know try it but give yourself like whenever you're trying anything sexual give yourself permission not to like it and not make that mean something you know what i mean i don't think i'm like still traumatized it just it just reminds me of. i feel like i was saying that more for like your viewers because i feel like you're so like i just trust you to carry yourself and know yourself but like i don't want someone to watch this and and be like okay bdsm is how i heal you know my parents beating me up and i'm like okay maybe not though maybe but like, no, no, no one thousand percent i think it's it's a good thing to like note because yeah because we could say that so loosely here but it not it could not be yeah. what is right for somebody's healing so yeah. everyone has their own way of healing yeah but anyways i should oh are you ready to play yourself so it's my turn follow me stuff wait how do i do this sometimes i blank out <laughs> 
Follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokeltherapy.com. All that shit is there. I felt so weird for a second. You should, though. This podcast is amazing. I mean, they're listening. They know. They're but, here. They yeah. know. If you made it till the, till the end, you know mm-hmm. this, this shit is great. Mm-hmm. Anyways, love you guys. And go fuck. Yeah. Consensually. Consensually. Go ask for a water break. Yeah. Water breaks are key. Yeah. Okay. Love ya. Bye. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.